Now he has 50, and what a good way that is to go through to your first Test match 50. Great shot. What a shot that is. Sky Sports Cricket Podcast. Well, Nasser Hussain's here to pick over the bones of England's 95-run defeat to India in the second test at Lords. But first, Nas, we must say congratulations to India. A first test win here since 1986 and only the second ever. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I would say, and I've not been around for all of them, but <laughs> I would say their best test victory away from home. Um, to be given that pitch on day one, to be, lose the toss, um, uh, you know, everything against them, to come back and play the way they did, phenomenal. Their best test victory by a mile, outstanding play, out-batted, out-bowled, out-fielded, out-thought England, won the game in every single department, and England can have uh, no excuses now. They had excuses about pitches and everything. They weren't being given the right pitches, etc. No excuses now. Across the whole five days, England had chances of really take hold of this game as you mentioned on the first day but even here on the fifth day just before lunch Joe Root and Moen Ali shared a century partnership came to an end just before lunch when Moen Ali was out but India they never gave up did they 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 came back after lunch and England collapsed from 198 for five to two two three all out yeah I mean it's just groundhog day for England fans Mm. to be honest and anyone watching the game and as much as England collapses, England going after the short ball. Um, I personally felt that England needed to be positive, and they were. Moan Ali and Joe Root were positive this morning, but not reckless. Not when you have three men out on the hook. You know what the plan is. You've got a couple of overs to go at the new ball. Donny's only going to stick with that plan for half an hour max, and then the bowler, you're is going to be too tired, and then you've got a new ball, and runs will come off that new ball. So I thought it was uh, reckless. It's a fine line. The bucket of Moan before lunch was vital. And again, all credit to Donny. The plan's there. A, because that plan could cost you lunch, uh, runs. Fair enough, one over before lunch to do it. But to carry on after lunch, and Joe Root pulled two or three away for four. Then he put three men out. Um, so brilliant from him, but England just went too reckless. Pryor, Stokes, Broad. England do have a problem against the short ball. Maybe that's why they're bowling so many short balls themselves. Ishant Sharma, career best figures, seven wickets in the second innings. Just how good was he? Brilliant, absolutely. I like Ishan Sharma. He's someone I'd want in my side. He's much maligned in India and his record away from home isn't great. But he was the man that Dhoni needed second time round. You look at conditions, first time round, pitch it up, who gets the wickets, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. Second time round when it's a lot flatter and there's a little bit of uneven bounce, you need a tall hit the deck bowler, you need someone to get it above waist high and he was the man for Dhoni. Kept going, he got his bouncer spot on, the change of angle to Matt Pryor going round the wicket was absolutely vital. He deserved the Man of the Match award, you know, on a pitch like that, which was pretty flat today, actually. Lords on day five, as I know, gets very, very flat. For Ishan to get seven for is phenomenal. He did deserve it, but there were also some outstanding innings uh, with the bat from India as well, weren't there? Yeah, Benedict made his one good point, actually, when we were trying to decide who was the Man of the Match. He chirped up, don't forget Rahani, and he was spot on. That first innings, Rahani's 100, was absolutely fabulous. Mm. In those conditions, for an Indian player to come to Lords and get 100 was remarkable. And the way he got it as well, the first 50, he got his head down, left the ball, all the Indian top order left the ball. Uh, they played the short ball well, and then the way he teed off after tee and put England to the sword after tee was uh, an incredible effort. That, you know, the rumours of India not being able to play in the short ball, etc., 
that's being put to bed. They're a phenomenal batting lineup. But important contributions from Vijay and Jadeja as well, contrasting innings in that second inning. Yeah, and rightly so. I mean, they've, they've pretty much the template of Test match cricket they followed. Murli Vijay, do you want him to bat like Jadeja? No. Do you want Jadeja to bat like Murli Vijay? No. At the top of the order when it's moving around, Murli Vijay's left the ball well. He swayed out of the short ball, built an innings, five short of 100, disappointing for him. But he had done the work. And then Jadeja, on the back of that, when the new ball's been, you know, has, has gone and the bowlers are tied, he came out and put England to the sword, literally, with, the, with his celebration when he got mm. to 50. So um, that's the way he's got to play. He's not a test match, get your head down, leave it sort of player. He's got to take the attack to England. So from a distance, England do have all the problems. Probably close up, they do as well. Uh, where do they go from here? And I know you've got very clear on it, views on Alistair Cook. Is he adding anything to the captaincy? What's the answer to that? Well, he's not at the moment. Let's be perfectly honest. You know, he needs to ask himself, and we've all had to do it at some stage as England captain, he needs to ask himself, am I making a difference as captain? Um, doesn't look like he is. Ten test matches now, they haven't won. Seven test match defeats in those ten test matches. Is he making a difference? If we turn up the Aegeus Bowl and Alistair's not there as captain, would we say, oh, crikey, England are going to be rudderless? No, because anyway out there, the Broads and the Andersons and the Priors are doing all the field settings and manoeuvring people around. What we're missing is Alistair the batsman. You ask India, what are they scared of? Is Alistair Cook, the batsman, coming back at them? So what is he going to do to make sure that he can get some runs again, add to his 25 test match runs? That hundreds, that's what I want from Alistair Cook. I'm not sure he can do that as captain. This, this week, a lot of people have got it wrong. You know what? Alistair gets a 70 or an 80 and that's it. Everything's fine. We can put everything behind us. I don't think so. Will that stop batting collapses? No. Will it stop bowling too short with a new ball? No. Um, will it stop the tail going and smacking everywhere? No. So I think they need to, he needs to have a good long look at himself and is he making a difference? Can that really be the answer, if you'll forgive the pun, having too many cooks out there? Don't you need a figurehead, a leader to go to? Yeah, absolutely. You do, but... And who is that? <laughs> well, that's for the England manager. You know, people surprise you. People surprise you. Don't just... It's a bad reason not to change. Well, there's no one else, so we'll stick with Alistair or whatever. Someone can surprise you, whether it be Joe Root or Owen Morgan or whoever. You know, mm. give them a chance and let them surprise you. One thing I know is that something has to be done differently because it's the same mistakes, the same team... You're burying your head in the sand if you just say, well, everything will be fine. I feel for Peter Moores. He always comes in after a crisis, and it's not the easiest of times to take over. But you look what Duncan Fletcher did with that great Indian side that lost 4-0 last time they were over here. He dismantled some of the greats, and he realised who were the players he needs to get in, and England need to do that now. Going back a few years, England, we've had some very low spells, let's be honest. What's the key, you know, you've been there, what's the key to rejuvenating a side when, when they can't score runs and they're struggling for wickets when things aren't going right? How do you get a team back on its feet? Honesty. 100% honesty. Be honest with yourself and be honest with your teammates and be honest in team talks and don't bluff because, you know, people work you out very quickly. Are we bowling well enough? Are we bowling full enough? I heard a couple of interviews, yeah, we bowl fine first innings, actually. We're just a little mm. bit wide. No, you weren't full enough. You should have been almost bowling half ollies. What are we doing when we get to the tail? Are we bowling right? Are the, are the fields right? Why are we collapsing? Are, have we picked the right players? Are we too scared to drop certain players because they're legends of the English, English game? So just a bit of good old-fashioned honesty. Sit down, talk to each other. And the selectors need to be honest and tough as well and start making some tough selectorial decisions. You've watched a lot of cricket this year. Are there a couple of names you'd like to see at least in that squad, if not in the side uh, down in Southampton? I think, uh, I think Butler. 
I think England need to be a bit more dynamic. So Butler and Morgan, I think Butler averages, I know, I've just checked, Butler averages 40 in first-class cricket, which is okay. He's got 100. Owen Morgan averages 58. So I'm not going to tell you who they should leave out. It's pretty obvious. Um, but for me, Butler and Morgan would be two guys I'd like to see. Jordan maybe given another chance. And please, please, please don't ask me about the spinner because <laughs> I don't know if there are any spinners. I wouldn't play a spinner just for the sake of it. He needs to be a good spinner against India. Moeen Ali's doing all right. I might just stick with him as your spinner. He's doing fine as a batsman as well. Um, but, and they need some toughness. You just asked me what do they need. They need a bit tough. I, I like Ali and Root today. That was good, solid, tough cricket. They need to pick on character. Pick some tough cricketers. Finally, Nass, it's, it's very easy, perhaps an English trade, to be pessimistic. There are signs, we hate the word positive, but there are, there are reasons for optimism. We saw it today with Murray and Ali. We saw it today with uh, Robson and Bounce, of course, uh, in the first innings. Joe Root in, in the runs. You know, it mustn't be all doom and gloom. Yes, there's hard work to do, but yeah, there, there are causes for optimism, aren't there? <laughs> Listen, I had lunch with Duncan Fletcher in uh, Dhaka during the World 2020, and I said, what do you make of the England team? And he said... You know what, everyone's playing them down, but they will be, a, in the future, they could be, with all these youngsters coming through, they could be a dangerous side. Hold back youth at your peril. Look what the youngsters have done. Look at Root. Look at Balance. You know, look at Jordan to a degree when he played. Look how Butler played here in that 50-over uh, game against Sri Lanka. Um, don't, let's not be overly pessimistic. What I'm pessimistic about is the repetitive nature of losses. Every single test, virtually, in those 10 they have had the opportunity to win games. They've had oppositions, 140 for 7, 150 for 6. Brad Haddon, Angelo <laughs> Matthews, Jadeja, whoever comes out. So that's what you need to be pessimistic about. They've had opportunities, they've not taken them. I guess the one outstanding question out of all of this, NASA, is that lunch, who picked up the bill? What lunch? With Duncan Fletcher. Oh, no. uh, good question. Daka, good exchange rate, probably me. Now he owes me one, and I'll let him get me an expensive one down at Southampton. I'm sure you'll dine on that. India deserve to dine out on this test victory for uh, at least five days, if not longer. It's a great summer ahead, isn't it? Sure is. Thanks, Nessa. England head coach Peter Morse joined Ian Wards to reflect on England's defeat. Peter, thanks very much for your time. Given the conditions and the fact you won the toss, is this as bad or worse than anything that happened in Australia? Well, I mean, I wasn't in Australia, but it was a tough, it, it was a, a tough test match for us because obviously we, we got a pitch that was good at bowl and we didn't bowl well enough. I mean, it was a great test match. There's no doubt about that. And credit to the Indians how they played. Uh, we'd be disappointed because, I mean, where it was a good test match pitch, I think par in the first innings, I thought it was about 220. Um, and they went over that and I think probably on the last innings Parr was probably 220 with a turning ball and we got that but the real key was in that first innings we didn't manage to cash in Are the players being honest with themselves? Because I spoke to Ben Stokes about that first morning and he suggested they bowled a bit too wide that was something that James Anderson said as well it was only Stuart Broad who said no, didn't get it full enough so are they being honest with their appraisals of how they're going? Because to all the world it was, they didn't bowl full enough well, it's part of what you do as a coach. I mean, we've got, to, we've got to look pretty hard at the performance and what areas we've had, you know, over the last sort of four tests, we've got areas we can get better. So we can't hide from that. Uh, the job is to be totally, brutally honest, you know, and look at areas we can get better. That first session is an area we should have bowled better. We didn't get in the ball in the right area enough. We didn't put them under enough pressure. They played well. Credit, I thought Pajara left very well, and obviously Vijay had a great test match. Um, but I think, you know, what I would say to anybody, we're not going to hide from stuff. We're going to have a look at where we're going to get better. It's a tough time and we're going to move on from there. Well, the coach is being honest with themselves because I spoke with Paul Farblace last night and he said the senior players' form is not concerned. But 
Bell's averaging 25, Cook's averaging 16.4, Matt's had another failure today. Are the coaching staff being honest with it? I think so. I mean, I mean, to, to fair to Paul, it's quite a tough situation. You know, you're in the game, we're, we're going to try and win this game. And we came in and we got off to a great start and we knew it was going to be tough. Uh, the key partly was to get the belief that we could do it. To do that, we had to get two or three decent partnerships. We got one and we didn't manage to back that up. So in Paul's defence last night, he's going to try and make sure the mood in the camp is good. Of course, we want our senior players to play well and, you know, they haven't played as well as they could have done by quite some margin. So that's definitely an area of concern for us. Alistair Cook's future as England's captain was on everyone's mind ahead of the post-match presentation. Here's what he told Mike Atherton. Um, a, a, a match or so ago, you said you weren't for quitting. Do you still feel that way now after this defeat? Yeah, it's okay. It gets harder and harder the more we more we don't win. Um, and of course, it all heaps on me at the end of the day. Um, and until that bloke taps on the shoulder and says we don't want you to captain, I, I'm desperate to try and turn this round for England. Um, if I'm not good enough for the end of the summer, then then so be it. But I'm I really try, I am trying my heart out to to do this. Um, and yeah, I need to store runs, and, I, and we need to start winning. But I, I'm here. I'm here as long as they want me. I'm, I'm sure everybody recognises the fact that you're doing your absolute utmost. But what uh, convinces you that you can turn that around over the next couple of Test matches? Um, well, I, I've got an inner steel which I've got to keep drawing on. Um, first and foremost, I've got to start scoring runs. Um, that a lot of things changes very quickly from from some runs. So I've got to go do that. I hit the ball a bit better. I know a 10 and 20 don't seem to be uh, a lot of any runs. It's not, but I hit the ball better. Um, so hopefully I can keep working on that a couple of days. Um, and then I've just got to back myself that a score will come. Uh, and obviously recent past hasn't been kind to me, but I have, we have won some games as well as me as captain, and we won a lot of one-day games as well. So it's, it's a team game. I'm fronting up. I hope the lads in the dressing room will as well. Thanks for downloading the Sky Sports Cricket Podcast. To find other podcasts you might like, go to skysports.com forward slash podcast.